City of Stars, and ninjas. Lots of them. Well, the first stop for the American Ninja Warrior City Finals competition proved to be the toughest one yet, with plenty of surprises along the way. So stick around, because we have a special guest. You won't want to miss it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. A few changes today. Ty is not here, but I got you, Ty, because we got MC Chris playing. So it's like you're right here with us. Um, we have a very special guest with us here tonight. Welcome, Travis Andre Ross. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so starting off, Ty, like I said, is not here, but you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Ty Matthews PMA. We miss you, Ty, but I'm excited to see you next week. Um, I'm Amy Cassandra. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Cassandra underscore TV. And Travis, go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, I'm Travis Andre Ross. You can find me on pretty much every social media platform at Travis Andre Ross. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually how I reached out to you. Yeah, it Through, is. See, that social works. media saving lives here. Works. <laughs> um, so, okay, we're going to start off talking about your history with American Ninja Warrior, and then we'll go into the episode. All right, sounds okay, great. Okay, so how did you first become involved with American Ninja Warrior? Well, it actually, um, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan. I've watched the show for years, and uh, I was actually, um, I, I, I got hit by a car. A long time ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Wait, when you were telling me earlier, you skipped that part? I left that part out, Okay, right? well, thank you, because now you're getting uh, the reaction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got hit by a car, and I fractured my pelvis, oh and my yeah, it was a mess. And um, it didn't heal properly, so years later, it was giving me problems. And I mean, I had to deal with, um, you know, playing sports all throughout high school and um, a little bit of college and what, as well with pain I was always in pain and that was like my reality was just to be in severe pain with my left hip you know oh the, the side that got fractured yeah and then um in 2014 it finally like completely gave out on me and I was just like I was working out I had finished a workout and nothing happened during the workout like I wasn't like oh, I'm lifting weights and then oh, I'm on the ground like nothing crazy happened like that I just I finished my workout and I was like my leg doesn't feel great right now. This is, this is, oh my gosh. yeah, it was okay. extreme. So, so then, um, I had a couple of friends help me to the car and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a break, you know, for a few days and see what happens. And, um, it didn't get better. It just, it got worse and it was pretty much locked up. It was just like, yeah. So I went and, um, got some physical therapy and they're like, Hey man, uh, I don't know what to tell you, but you need to see an orthopedic surgeon. And I'm like, Ooh, Whoa. I don't want to do that. That's surgery right yeah. there. So I went and saw one guy and he's like, you have to have surgery. And I was like, no, oh I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have surgery. And then I went and saw another guy and he's like, hey, you need surgery. And I was like, dang it, maybe I am going <laughs> to oh, no. need surgery. So, um, you know, I one thing led to another. I, I did a lot of research um, and I did come to the conclusion that I, I am going to need surgery. Oh, my God. This is where the the curveball comes in. So the doctors were telling me that I needed to do a total hip replacement. And I was like, 
I am not doing that because <laughs> it would limit me completely. Yeah. You know, I have footage of doctors telling me because I brought like um, I'm doing a documentary about the whole thing. And I, so I brought cameras in and, you know, all legal. Like I had uh-huh. them sign and everything. And um, I brought cameras in and I have doctors telling me that, like, I'm never going to walk properly. Like, I'm, you know, I can't get the surgery that I wanted to get, which is called a hip resurfacing. Um, and, you know, the name is really misconceiving because hip resurfacing sounds like it's like a nice thing. Maybe they go in there and they like reshape yeah. your, yeah, you know, it sounds like sound too bad. it's not, it's not that it sucks. It's basically, they take your acetabulum socket and replace it with a metal one. And then they take your femoral head and they shave it down and replace it with a metal one. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. And it's very controversial because metal and metal, lots of ions in your body and stuff like that. So um, doctors were saying, like, don't do that surgery. You can't do that surgery. If you were my own relative, I wouldn't let you do that surgery. It was, like, dramatic. It was crazy. And I was like, you know, I did my research. I was like, I need to do the surgery because if I don't, I'm I'm not going to be able to perform the way I want to perform. Like, I wasn't ready to give up on on my dreams, you know? Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. The, okay. Continue. I'm so, Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, I decided to get the surgery and I was laying on the hospital bed after surgery mm-hmm. and I was watching American Ninja Warrior, you know? And I was like, that's my goal. I want to be oh on the show. God. Yeah. Stop. Oh, I'm tearing up. Continue. <laughs> so a year later, um, I I was on as a tester. They brought me on as a tester, and I, I got to, like, experience the course a little bit and everything. And then the following year, I was on the show, and it was awesome. It was, it was so great. It was such an awesome moment for me, especially because, like, you know, it wasn't me doing it just for myself at mm-hmm. that point. I was doing it for everyone that has been told, like, they can't anymore because if they have a physical injury or, or an illness or for whatever reason, like I took it upon myself to do it for them. And, um, it, it worked out. It was really cool. And, and so now you, this year, mm-hmm. so this season, <laughs> what have you been doing with American Ninja Warrior? Okay. So, um, so <laughs> season eight is when I actually was on and I mm-hmm. ran the course and, um, it was, it was great. It was an amazing experience. And then um, season nine, I uh, right before, yeah, I, I tore um, <laughs> during my training. Uh, podcast people, there's a scar yeah, on I've, his, um, what would you say? It's like, it's, it's my shoulder, but I tore my pectoral tendon off oh, the bone gee. completely. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was doing a back lever, um, which is on the rings. It's a gymnastic move and Mm -hmm. I was actually doing it for a photo shoot for a friend of mine No, (laughs) and I did it like you know I was fatigued and I did it like multiple times and and it just completely ripped oh gosh that's awful oh no your friend must have felt just like yeah to uh, this day I got really good pictures though (laughs) no seriously we got great pictures I should show them to you yeah I'm not gonna say it was worth it because you know (laughs) pain is is tough but um Okay, so then, yeah. so then that happened. You had yeah. So, surgery. Yeah, so this happened um, 2016. I had surgery in June, okay. and they told me that um, it would take about six months to get to the point where I can start training again. So it was really tight because you kind of want to be ready to go like January 1, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Usually the competition's in March. This year it was in February. Oh. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, the producers were like, hey, look, 
it's it's too soon. We can't take the risk to have you compete. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want, you can you know come out and you can be a tester this year. And I was like, that sounds fair. They're just like, listen to your body though. Yeah. L- like, <laughs> listen to your body. Don't do anything dumb. And you know, of course, I'm gonna do something <laughs> dumb because no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I get it though because okay. it's like yeah. you know it, it's like if if I'm on the course and and I feel something you know I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna push myself no matter what but if I'm testing I'd probably be like all right that's cool I'll let go you know see I was gonna say like a true warrior and I realized <laughs> hello American Ninja right? warrior um, <laughs> but yeah so then that's great because you're giving us a whole different perspective on things you know Ty and I always start our uh, after shows with a breakdown of the obstacles. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and start with that. Please feel free to let any of us know um, what you think of these. Okay, um, yeah. Also, guys, we're on chat, so feel free to uh, ooh, to join us and talk with us, please. Okay, so starting off, okay, first thing is there are 10 obstacles because these are the finals. This is the first stop. Um we're going to start with the floating steps. Now, the first six of them were ones that this um, city had already seen. So L.A. had already seen these, mm-hmm. which I felt was fair because it's like, I've done this before, but they did switch them up. So floating steps, still the same. Cannonball drop. There was a little variation, though, in the floating steps. On the floating steps? steps? Oh, what, what was it? So, um, you know, last year when they first introduced the, the, the floating steps that were rising, mm-hmm. um, they were kind of spaced evenly and Mm -hmm. and there was you know a gradual shift in the angles of the steps this year they changed the um the space in between them Mm. uh, even more and there was like more angle to them as well so it's like i you know i i bound on them i just i don't like like to take my time too much on them and um I was doing that and I noticed like the last one especially was like really far out there and I, I almost fell and I was like, oh crap, oh, this is geez. this is a little further than I thought. Yeah. So see even like don't take the floating steps lightly. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys, exactly. they're still rough. <laughs> um the cannonball drop that took out twenty seven competitors in qualifier. Yeah. I mean you really have to hold on like nobody's business. Yeah. And you there. know, um I was really happy uh, about my performance on that one because I'm I'm a bigger guy. I'm six one, one ninety. So six wow. Yeah, it's a lot of weight, you know, and um but I, I got to do that one I did it three times and I didn't fall on it once. Hey. But there's a caveat here. Um if you saw crashing the course you saw a clip of me with my head busted open from the cannonball run. Um, and that's part of the reason they do testing and stuff like that to, you know, to prevent people getting serious injuries. <laughs> like basically what happened is the ring that, that holds onto it, um, uh-huh. that holds onto the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, the ring has like this metal like plate at the bottom of it. So, and, and that's what like the, the ball is welded, you know, the, the thing that hold the carabiners that hold it are welded onto it. And it was like, there's metal sharp edges on mm-hmm. it. So I'm really choked up on this thing. And I was anticipating the drops and the thing came down and just bam, it jabbed me really hard in the head and I made it through it. I got to the end and I was like, my head hurts. And it was just like gushing blood. Um, but thankfully, they like they wrapped it up after that, so we're good. Uh, so I mean, they must have changed it. They tweaked a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like, wait, 
Travis. Exactly. No, we got you, dude. Thank exactly. you for testing it for us. <laughs> right? And we're going to change it. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> See? There we go. Yeah. Um, next, we have the flywheels. Now, this time, instead of having three flywheels, there were only two. Mm-hmm. They were spaced out further. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. What? I think it was easier with two. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and um, I'm pretty sure that they did that because they wanted to save grip strength a little bit. Because with three... <gasps> It was a little tough. It was. I, I actually I fell on that one. Um, it was. Um, yeah. The the third one, it's kind of like a. You know, it's a little bit lower mm-hmm. than the second one. Mm-hmm. So when you when you go to catch that one, plus it swings differently. It 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 doesn't swing at all as far as like it doesn't rotate. The whole thing moves like like Backwards, that. Forwards. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So when you catch that one on the way down, like you have a lot of weight carrying you if you don't if you don't catch it right. Because like normally you gotta like throw yourself up a little bit and and out, but this time you have to like let yourself drop and uh, it, it's a lot on your on your hands, you know. And oh so gosh. yeah, so I I'm almost certain that's why they got rid of that one just to make it a little easier i mean it's difficult still don't oh, get me yeah. wrong you gotta all, throw all, all of them right. for sure <laughs> yeah. but well then i'm glad that they changed that mm-hmm. after that we had the block run that was i mean they didn't change that one from the qualifiers uh then we have the battering ram the block run real quick uh-huh. um i like the block run is one of those things where you just you just have to go you just mm-hmm. you just have to go straight you got to commit and you just you just keep going, and nine times out of ten you'll probably get through it. It's it's the same with all of those types of like balancing obstacles. You just gotta go, and as long as your precision is good with your steps, you'll you'll make it. See, we've talked about this on the show before, but we love to go and mm-hmm. try the course. That'd be great, um, but we always think like, oh, geez, the block run or you know those balancing <laughs> ones. How would we do that? And even like there's, there's one where there's a cylinder, and there was someone that fell off, and they were holding on for dear life, and we were thinking, I mean, if we could get a good um, grip on it, we'd mm-hmm. totally do the same. So I don't know. I'm just saying. I can hey. get you. I can get you on this next oh. season. I'm not even oh. joking. Oh, you heard it here. You heard it here. You can get us on. <laughs> I, <can>. I promise. <gasps> okay. 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 All right. We're gonna save this and. Uh, we have proof now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the battering ram, uh, we have 19 people that fell at qualifying. So you already know that that one's going to be a little bit difficult. Warped ball, 14 and a half feet. Now next we have the new obstacles, meaning that they weren't there in the qualifying round. So we start off with the salmon ladder, then the swinging pegboard, which was new. Mm. Um, that proved to be very crazy for yeah. everyone. Can you tell us a little bit about that one obstacle? Yeah, so I didn't um, personally make it that far, so I didn't get to test it out, but I got to watch some of the people that did get to test it out, and I mean, it was it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a technique to it, and actually one of my friends, um, his name's Sean, he, he's, he's amazing. He's such a great competitor and, and a great athlete, and um, he found a technique to do it in three moves the whole thing and he told me about it ahead of time he's like oh i'm gonna do it in three moves he's like i'm just gonna do this i'm gonna swing this way and then i'm just gonna go for the grab and and i'm gonna swing across and we're like (laughs) come on bro you really think you're gonna be able to do that (laughs) come on bro and uh Uh. yeah sure enough he did (laughs) he did it and then i think i saw somebody do it in the finals i'm Mm -hmm. trying to remember who it might have been um the other sean um uh what's his name what's his last name um, brian Brian, Sean, Sean Brian, Sean Brian, Papal Ninja. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's him. Yeah, I yeah. think he did it. 
Um, okay, so then moving on to the stair hopper, that one you have to... Oh, I didn't talk about them. So the salmon ladder, we're used to that one. The swinging pegboard... Okay, let's do this. I'm going to explain to you, including you podcasters. Thank you so much for joining us. Give us five stars. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, the swinging pegboard, you jump off. Or, no, this is right after the salmon ladder. So you have to go up four rungs on the salmon ladder. Then you have to grab onto the first peg and then make your way, because there's there's two pegboards, so you make your way to the first peg, and then you have to somehow maneuver to the, grab the second peg, still on the first pegboard, and then you have to grab onto the third peg, which is on the second pegboard, and somehow make your way across those pegboards and jump off, hopefully not landing on the water. And the whole thing is swinging the and whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty important, guys. Yeah, it's swinging the whole time. Um, next, we have the stair hopper. So this is a metal bar that runs across the stairs and you have to make sure that you don't move the metal bar too much because it's very uh appropriately measured like the length is just the right amount so if you go a little too far left a little too right too far right you're down that's it um and you're making your way down the stairs and then you make your way back up there's a few times where it's like a one foot difference so you have to jump up that amount and then we have the new elevator climb which was the last obstacle it's 35 feet up, um, and you're using your body to pump handles. Okay, now we're going to get into favorites. Um, okay, let's see. Um, we're going to start with Natalie Duran. Oh, she's so, so great. Tell, tell, okay, because here's the thing. Travis knows a lot of people, and I am excited to ask you stuff that maybe we do not know based off of the show because yeah. you know they don't show us everything and i'll tell you i'll, I'll be honest with you hey <laughs> okay so natalie duran she fell at the battering ram mm-hmm. um so she's she's a youtube personality and she loves to crash parties so she's my kind of girl take us with you next time you go to the <laughs> emmys or the golden gloves um but yeah tell us a little bit more about her yeah she's she's great um she climbs at cliffs of id and that's that's where i climb too so you know we're we're climbing at the same time quite a bit and stuff and we have a lot of um, mutual friends that run together and stuff and i mean she's every bit of the word warrior like she injured her ankle and she was in the rock climbing gym with this big old brace no. on her foot for like weeks. And she was still just like getting after it. I was just like, that's a warrior <laughs> right there. Like, that is solid. That's impressive. You see, and um, we have someone on chat saying, did you think you, you were ready to come back when they said no? So this is, you know, one of the biggest things I think with athletes and, you know, like dancers, everyone that uses their body for their career and just... Um, just fun um it's knowing your limits and knowing like hey i'm emotionally there i am like my soul is ready but is my body ready so did you feel you were ready um mentally i did Mm -hmm. but i i wasn't physically i knew i wasn't and you know it was a good call on their part because (laughs) i probably i would have done something stupid (laughs) <laughs> well, see, thank you. So it was the producers of American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, producers, <laughs> for you. saving him. <laughs> okay. But no, seriously. And so Natalie Duran was almost doing the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's really scary. Yeah. Um, using um, an injured foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about Jackson Myers, oh, 24, gosh. from Portland. Ninja Scout. Such a stud. Super cool. Really tall guy. Mm -hmm. 5'11". 
Um, you don't know this about me, but, uh, and you guys are going to find out here first, I am 4'11". If you ask me in person, and I don't know you that well, I might say 5, but you guys... <laughs> You guys know me. We're friends now. So yeah, I'm 4'11". So homies. to me, anyone that's over 5, I'm like, whoa, you're tall. But you guys are really tall. Like, yeah. really, really tall. Yeah. Um, he was the first to make it past the pegboard. But tell us a little bit about him. Okay, so I, I met him um, last year. when. So basically, um, when you're on the show, there's like uh, a select group that they take in like the day before that you run the course and they like interview you and they get all your background. It's, um, what was the term that they used? Um, uh, I can't remember like the term that they used for it, but it was like, these are the people that wanted to focus on stories, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. And, and so he was there that day with me and, um, like I, I talked to him a little bit. I had never seen him before or anything. Like I think last year, I'm pretty sure it was his first year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and he's just like this, cool guy you know he just had a really cool personality and he was really chill and I was like hey you know and and I was like I don't know who this guy is but he's really cool you know I was like this this guy's awesome and that's honestly one of my favorite parts about like the ninja warrior community is like Mm -hmm. everybody is super cool like it's just a good time everybody's like working hard and and encouraging each other and and there for each other it's it's really cool and and he's just he's such a great personality it's, it's so nice to hear it from someone that's been there because, mm-hmm. of course, we talk about it on the show all the time. You know, it's just such a nice family and people are creating their own gyms and meeting significant others, you <laughs> yeah. know. So it's it's great to see that something that started off several years ago is still going mm-hmm. and it's a happy family. Like, it's not it just show. It's not all pretend. Like, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. That's, yeah. I'm so excited to hear that from you. Yeah. Um, next, let's talk about Janique Lavette. Oh my um, gosh, she's so, amazing. Still, to me, I'm like, uh, she's a mother of three. <laughs> I have a cat, and I, <laughs> I just, I have no idea how she does it. Like, ooh, that's hard. Um, and she was able to make it to the Vegas uh, finals, like yeah. to the city. Um, what am I saying? To the national finals mm-hmm. um which is exciting because she almost didn't but she did and she did. um yeah tell us a little bit more about her um this was the first time i met her this year at, at, yeah at regionals and everything and um you know i was like wow this i don't know who she is but she's got a great personality she's fun and you can tell she works hard oh yeah you can yeah. tell she works like she, seriously <laughs> she's got like strong yeah. yeah and um you know i talked to her a little bit and, and she was really cool and she was really focused and mm-hmm. and i was like oh you know what i'm gonna root for this person like really hard and um and then she just went out there and killed it and i was like yeah. yes yeah that's what i'm talking about we'll see in the transitions um in the battering ram between mm-hmm. Each cylinder, I loved seeing when people would use their momentum to slide Mm -hmm. because then that's less time up there, you know, using your upper body. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you find that that was helpful too? Yeah. You know, like um, the battering ram is uh, really unique. Like it's something where, you you know, you got to keep your arms kind of like locked in as best Mm -hmm. you can, but like you have to use your core to, to move you because, um, yeah. yeah, because like your, your feet kind of they they won't help as much as you think they would help so it's it's all about like your pelvis and your hips you got to get your hips moving and that's that's really how you generate force on that and i don't know if you noticed but the first two parts of the battering ram you you lock in Mm -hmm. the last one you don't lock in so it um it can slide back if you try to bring your legs 
too far. Yeah, if you try to bring your legs back, it'll just it'll slide back. That's true. Mm -hmm. Wow, that would really suck. Yeah, it if, would... if you're that close and it's like, woo, I got this, I got momentum. Whoa, I'm going the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody fell like they they made it. They had their foot. I can't remember who it was. Um, oh well, can't yeah. remember. But yeah, somebody fell like right on the last part. Like they had it. They were done. But they just. Yeah. That is the worst. I know, right? Um, so next, this was, let me make sure I have this right. Um, he, he was five feet, see, thinking about people that were so close, this man was five feet away from finishing. Oh, my gosh. Gabe Hurtado. Yeah. Um, I wanted to buy a bandana after seeing him. <laughs> And just, like, have it here. Like, buy you one, too, and be like, yes! <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, I would have rocked that for sure. And his story, I mean, hearing yours is just so inspirational. Hearing everyone's that it's, how do I say it's nice. It's, there's no obstacle too tough, you know, to overcome. Like, at the moment, at the time, you're like, this is crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, you got injured hardcore Gabe and his family lost everything in a fire. And to see, pun intended, the fire inside, mm -hmm. just like keep raging on and just, you know, moving through all the obstacles in life and oh, so many <laughs> puns, guys, but in, in making their way through American Ninja Warrior. I mean, this is not anything to be taken lightly. Like you and everyone that's competed, that's even stepped foot on there, that's been on the walk online, like, Kudos to all of you because there's so many of us that it's like, eh, that'd be cool, but nah, I'm not gonna do it. So um, Gabe was definitely one of the favorites. Yeah. You know him. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. He he trains um, at three two three Ninja Training. It's my boy Arnold. Yeah, yeah, represent. Yeah, yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his place. And um, him and Scott and um, Dominic and Luis. Like these are all guys that I train with over there, and they're they're all amazing. But Gabe is. He's a great guy. You know, we we really support him, and um, we we had his back in uh, in Las Vegas as well. Um, and he's just one of those guys that like he's perfect example of what Ninja Warrior is all about. Like exactly what you just described, and it's like overcoming obstacles, and it's um, metaphorically and physically. I mean, yeah. it's, you know what I mean. That's that's what it's about. Totally. Yeah. And it's. I mean, I've said this earlier, but it's amazing to see just such a tight knit community mm -hmm. because. You're, you're stronger in numbers, yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, now, we're also stronger in numbers here in L.A. <laughs> because everyone's so talented. I want to make sure that we sure. talk about everyone. Um, Charlie, Andrews, and Josh Levin, BFFs, total rock awesome. stars, both made it to Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't. I can't. Because you saw my notes. Charlie Andrews, I was rooting for him. And then he said... Um, like he got all the way to the top and I wrote, he finished. <laughs> yeah, yes! Big bold letters. He finished. Yeah. So Charlie and Josh have known each other for like 14 years. They've been training with each other for 12 years. Rock so climbing. that, that bond is already mm -hmm. like inseparable. They're Huge. like brothers. Um, but yeah, six one. So mm -hmm. very tall. Um, I noticed that a lot of people that were successful in making their way through the obstacle course was, um, they, they switch their grip a little bit. So having, what do you call that exactly? Mixed, mixed grip. Mixed grip. Mm -hmm. How do you think that really helps you um, in, in any point of the obstacles? Big time. I mean, for me, it's a necessity. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I, think it's good for anyone to train, like, 
every grip like you should get good like especially on the salmon ladder like you want to get good with your palms facing you palms facing out and mix both hands like you need to get good because you never know what is going to blow out first like what is going to get tired quicker and um there's ways where depending on where your grip is you can take some of the pressure off your forearms put it on your biceps or put it on your shoulders it, it's all about which way yeah like it's crazy like See, <laughs> it's like a science because each time you hold it differently those are different muscles being used yeah See, I never thought of that. Yeah, and when you when you do this, you actually lock it in place. So, um, yeah, that's the problem with the salmon ladder and, and stuff like that. Is like this thing wants to roll out of your hands. There's nothing holding it in place. Like when when you do a pull up on a bar, it's stationary, so you mm-hmm. never get to feel that you know that that shift. But when you're holding a bar that can spin, it's like it, it just wants to come out of your hands. So unless you have like a death grip or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, you, it, it helps a lot if you mix it because it locks it in place. See, good advice <laughs> for all of you aspiring ninjas out there. Yeah. Um, we did see that. What did you say? Reverse? No. What grip? Oh, mixed grip. Mixed grip. Mm-hmm. Um being used by Rebecca Bonilla. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... So inspirational. She's amazing. Yeah. Like, shout out to the women. Um, yes. She... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. Um, <sighs> but she is now one of seven women. I'm going to call them the Warped Wall women. The Warped Wall um, women. One of the seven women. WWW. To, yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, to complete and to go up the Warped Wall, joining Casey Catanzaro, Michelle Warnke, Megan Martin, Jesse Graff, Jesse Lebrecht, Flex Lebrick, Melissa Beard. Um, so, and she's only 5'3". So, um, oh, okay. I, I had to write down her dis, her air and her dismount after the second flywheel was just beautiful to see. It because graceful. It's, it's, yeah, 10 feet, mm-hmm. 10 and a half feet. Um, that's basically two times her size, <laughs> yeah. which is just like people were like uh, Spider-Man, Superman, all the superheroes you could think of. Yep. Um, can you tell us a little bit about her? You know what? I didn't really talk to her too much. She was super focused. Like, I uh, mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I saw her smile, mm-hmm. you know, like she's, she's definitely got a great personality. I can tell that. Um, but she was, she was really focused and, and she was honed in the whole time. So I didn't, uh, you know, I can usually read when people are like that and I try not to bother them too much, right. you know? Um, and then sometimes like people would randomly come up and, and, you know, talk to us and ask us advice about certain things. Oh, so, they, can, they can do that. I mean, you know, we're, we're there, you know, so it's like, it, it's not like we have a thing on us that says like tester or anything <laughs> like that, but, yeah. but if, you know, if somebody is like, it's, it's just like anybody in the community, like if, if, um, it wasn't on the show and, and somebody asked me like, Hey, how, how would you do this? Like, we're always trying to help each other out. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, oh. See, Always. That's so nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Um. Okay. We. Okay. I want to make sure we talk about two more people, but before then, we're going to talk about Adam Rail, who actually trains Rebecca Bonilla. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a concrete worker. He. Well, I think that's so cool because he's he's been working with his fam like in his family business since he was twelve. So. To be doing the same thing that you were doing when you were 12 shows discipline Definitely. and commitment mm-hmm. for sure. Um, he, so he's 5'11", 174. He's 10 pounds lighter than he was last year. And I want to ask you, like, how much of an impact is your weight? Like, I mean, obviously it makes sense. But how so? Yeah, I mean, I mean even 10 pounds, huge difference. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. Um, you know, like, 
like going back to Charlie, for example, I think Charlie's like around 150 or something and he's like six, six foot or six mm-hmm. foot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's got this huge wingspan and like this, you know, he's he's got a lot of like um, body going on there, but lightweight. And that's like, I feel like that's a really good recipe. If you can be mm. coordinated and be long and lanky, like you've got a really good shot because there's some obstacles that being long helps uh, being tall it it does help um but the lightweight thing that's you know that's the big that's the big kicker right there so even 10 pounds like you will definitely feel that and we and we could see that too i mean yeah. he was moving very gracefully yeah, yeah. which is cool um okay so the last two people we're going to talk about quickly um sean bryan papal ninja mm-hmm. what uh, I, it's so cool because yeah. this is not something that you hear a lot of people doing. I mean, obviously people work with clergy, um, but he helps them and he motivated um, priests and brothers to work out and take care of themselves. And I was like, yeah. Like, who else is doing that? It's so right. cool, you know? I think he should be in charge of that for, for all of them. But that's that's a lot of priests. Yeah, um, he's awesome. He's one of my favorite ninjas, like, period. He's just such a great guy. And um, I was definitely rooting for him in Vegas. He's He's a stud. Honestly, I'm, I want to know more about <laughs> Vegas because you know you have the inside scoop, but you can't tell us too much. But we'll see. Um, so yeah, Sean Bryan was actually the first um, place finisher um, mm-hmm. for the finals. Five minutes, seven seconds, twenty-two milliseconds. <laughs> um, so Adam Rail had just gone right before him, and he was five minutes. Five minutes, seven seconds, ninety-two milliseconds. So, like, uh, that was insane. I was screaming at the top of my lungs watching it, um, but not as much as when I saw Grant McCartney. Oh no! <sighs> the scream I made—it was like someone died. Um, yeah. Okay, were you there when that happened? Yeah. Oh gosh, please tell us. I mean, it was—it was—it was a somber moment, you know. Um, he. I got look. I mean, I'm sure everybody can tell by seeing this guy, but he is the way you see him on TV. He's that way in person. Oh. He's such an awesome guy. Like I've I've hung out with him. I've climbed with him. Um, I've jumped off cliffs with him. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. no way! Yeah, he's he's pretty. Uh, he's he's very talented. Not just for ninja stuff. But he's just very talented. Like he was doing these, you know, double back flips off of like 50 foot cliffs. Like oh. he, he was doing all yeah. kinds. Yeah. <laughs> just like oh, I'm, gonna do that. I'm just yeah. gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, how how was he after? You know, he he had a good. He still had a good attitude. You know, mm. obviously he was really upset. Like this year, like he took he took a different step, a different oh. approach this year. Like he traveled everywhere. Like he went to New York. He went to Alaska. Like he went all over the place to train with a bunch of ninjas at all kinds of different facilities. Like he was serious. Like this was a new Grant McCartney. Like I was just like, wow. Like get it, boy. <laughs> you know. And then like. You know, all that work. And, I mean, it showed in, yeah. in his um, regional run, like, mm-hmm. he was the quickest. Like, he, he was, was so flash. fast. Yeah. yeah. I'd never seen him like that. I was like, damn, boy. Like, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. He was yeah. getting it, you know. And, and you know, it, it happens. That's the one thing. It's very humbling about, um, you know, doing Ninja Warriors. Like, you literally get one shot. And if you make the dumbest little mistake, it doesn't matter. The stinking salmon ladder was yeah. his kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
Um, are are we gonna be able to see you next season? I I think so. I yeah. think so. Um, so I I. <laughs> Funny enough. Ooh, ooh, story time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best story. Oh no. Um, I was I, I was testing in Vegas for like nine days, and okay. um, you know, like first of all, I got I gotta say this, and I'm sure everybody out there who's a, who's a fan knows this already, but you know, we run the course um, from like 9 p.m. We start and we don't stop until the sun comes up, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, in Vegas at night, at nine o'clock, um, even at midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock. It's 110 degrees, you know, it's extremely hot. Like people are exhausted without even doing anything at all, you know. So, um, you know, doing the testing for nine days was was very exhausting. Mm -hmm. And it was um, but it was great. I I loved every moment of it. It was great. I got to give a shout out to Adam. He's he's one of the producers on the show. He's such a stud. Yeah, you're the man. Um, and, uh, you know, he took care of all of us that that came out there. Like, there were times where there was, like, just 30 of us, you know. And we're talking people from all across the United States, you know, people that um, failed in finals or whatever. So it, we had a really good group of people out there. And uh, everybody's super talented. Great experience, um, but exhausting. Yeah. So after, after nine days of training, I came back. And uh, I was rock climbing the next day, and no, I was fatigued. No, 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 <laughs> no. Oh gosh, oh gosh, what happened? So I, I was doing this uh, dyno on the wall, which I don't know if you know what that is, but it's I, I don't. okay. So it's a dynamic move, right? Mm. So instead of climbing where you're nice and slow and controlled, when you're doing a dyno, you're basically doing the opposite. You are like <sighs> launching yourself from. <laughs> from one boulder to the next basically and I was doing this dyno that was in a corner which is you know different like I usually I like doing dynos that are like kind of straight up vertical I, I've jumped pretty high um but this one was sideways so I was doing it a few times at, at Cliffs of Id and the last time I did it I like I grabbed and all the weight was like on my left arm and it kind of like pulled my arm open so I kind of like tore my muscle a little oh, bit no. yeah um and I went and saw some some doctors and no. stuff and we're, I think I'm going to be okay. okay. I think I'm going to be okay. But they were, like, some of them were talking about, like, maybe we should go in there and repair it, you know. But you know what? You never Ew. know. I know. I know. I'm like, geez, oh, no. I need to stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, so then you can run, and then we'll we'll have you back on the show. Yeah, and then definitely. we can talk about how you won American Ninja War. I That's mean, you I'm know, we have about. this all planned out I like for you. it. This is a great plan. This, this is a great plan. Speaking of plans, uh-huh. I have a plan, too, for you. Oh, my. Okay. You're going to come train with me. Oh, let's do it. Are you down? Right, I'm, I'm so going to take you to, to 323 Ninja Training. You'll come. Come train with us and you'll have fun. Oh dear, we have this on video. <laughs> That's a, that actually sounds fantastic. Yeah, for that real. really does. You can do I, it. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've seen American Ninja Warrior for a while now. Um, it's a whole nother beast to try and do it yourself. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having um, me. It, it was a blast to getting you know getting to see the. There's something in my eye. <laughs> getting here we go. Getting to see this you know different perspective on things mm-hmm. because we love talking about everyone. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, no um, and if you could just give everyone your socials, uh, where can they find you everywhere on social media? Travis. Andre Ross. Everywhere. 
Bam. That's that's perfect. Um, and thank you guys so much for joining us on chat and for watching. Uh, Ty will be back next week. No worries. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at TyMatthewsPMA. And I'm Amy Cassandra. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AmyCassandra underscore TV. Thank you. Um, and AmyCassandra.com. And yeah, this was fun. Yes. This was so much fun. Bam. High five. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 